0: I will call the meeting to order Uh, this is the march 15 2022 meeting of the medfield school building committee bylaw review committee Um, before we start i am required to read the following passage pursuant to governor baker's march 12 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting laws glc 30A, Section 18 and the governor's March 15, 2020 order, imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the Medfield School, Bid- School Building bylaw review committee, that's a mouthful, is being conducted via remote participation. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, uh, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings as provided for in the order. A reminder that persons who would like to listen to or view this meeting well in progress may do so by following the instructions on the agenda and the meeting notice. Um, all votes subject to remote participation will be taken as a roll call vote, and uh, the meeting is being recorded. This order has been extended through July of 2022. Um, my name is Bob Morrell. I am acting as the chairman of the committee. I'd like to ask each of the other members of the committee to introduce themselves and uh, and acknowledge that they are participating remotely. Tom,
1: you're on mute. Tom,
2: Tom Marie participating remotely.
0: Carolyn.
3: Carolyn Casey participating remotely.
0: Sarah.
4: Sarah Lemke participating remotely.
0: Okay, and Cynthia.
5: Cynthia Green participating remotely. Hey Russ. Hi there. Sorry I'm late.
0: That's okay. That's okay. We got we got okay.
6: Participating remotely.
0: Thank you, Russ. Thank you. Okay. Um, For the members of the public watching. So this meeting will run until 830. It will conclude uh, the main business end of the meeting at 815, and then we'll spend the last 15 minutes game planning game planning next week. Um, When we met last week, and this is all on the agenda, which is uh, on the committee's website, um, what we are going to do is open with uh, uh, 10 with 15 minutes for public commentary. We're going to allow 90 seconds per speaker. Russ is going to be the gatekeeper. Um, I realize that may seem like a short amount of time, but in the interest of time constraints, that's what we're doing. Um, So I would ask anybody speaking to kind of get to the point and let us know what is most important to you that the committee hears. Um, There is also the opportunity to post comments on the committee's website. Um, and I can assure you that those are read I have read the comments that were in materials that were already posted so there is absolutely an opportunity to share your thoughts in writing and I would welcome anybody uh, who has uh, views they'd like to share with the committee to please do so. Um, so with that, why don't we turn it over to the, the public comments and, and Russ will act as our gatekeeper here and again it's 90 seconds per speaker and without trying to be rude, we are going to cut people off at 90 seconds and move on to the next speaker, so.
6: So I understand they were supposed to go into the chat room or chat uh, thing to post their names and addresses in order to be recognized in the particular order that they post that. But right now I'm in chat and I don't see anybody
7: yeah, we haven't prompted them yet, so if, if okay. everyone could could please, if you do have comments, I do see a hand raise, but what we're going to do is type your name and address in the chat, and then Russ will call on you in that order. I will allow you to talk um, in that order once Russ calls on you.:
6: Okay, we have uh, Victoria Leah, fifty five Elm Street.
1: Okay.
8: Can you hear me now? Yes. Good evening. It's very nice to meet this panel. I can't believe I'm the only one here, but obviously I am. (laughs) Okay. What I would wanted to um, discuss uh, is my view about residents versus non-residents being on the school building committee. Okay. I'm very concerned about this. Um, I feel that non-residents do not have a personal, or a financial stake in the project, uh, that non-residents have no investment regarding the outcome of the project, uh, that members of the committee should be Medfield residents who have a connection to the community, uh, and will be able to make good choices having this knowledge. So to be honest with you, I was just a little surprised that this was even a consideration. I know that, the, you know, the uh, school board meetings, not like, a, um, you know, having a board of governors or so on and so forth. So I I, I know I'm not going to ask a question because it said, don't ask any questions, just make your statement. So now that's, and and I feel the same, obviously, about them voting, people who are not residents voting in this process. So... If you want to ask me anything, I will answer it. If not, that is my short statement, and I, I am abiding by the rules.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
4: Thank you. Can I ask a clarifying question of Victoria? Um, Victoria, do you have objections to, um, to employees being a non-voting member? being a member of the committee um, without the authority. So to participate in discussions, to advise, but
8: not to vote. I agree. I I feel the same way. Yes. You don't have an objection to that. I I do have an objection. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, Sarah. Um, I do have an objection to any employee being involved in a building committee, a project that's this large and important to our community. Yes. Okay. Voting or non-voting. I want no one to vote who is not a taxpayer or a citizen of this town. Sorry, I'm just
4: being really particular. Oh,
8: I'm Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. Am I, am, have I, I just wanted
4: to know if you wanted the person to not be on the committee, or if you were okay with them being on the committee, but not voting.
8: I have objection to them being on the committee. I, I understand your point. Okay, I
4: okay. just want to make sure I was clear on your...
8: <laughs> and though, so if they're not on the committee, they wouldn't be voting. OK, all right, Sarah, thank you.
4: OK, thank
6: you. Uh, Christine uh, McHugh-Potts is next.
7: Oops, sorry, I got to unmute myself here. Hi, hi everybody. Um, I timed myself on this. And you guys are the Rockstar Committee. I'm like really excited about everybody here. So I actually went through the five questions and I'm going to speak as fast as I can. Um, so I'm going to start with appointing committee. I think it's really important that the school committee trigger the appointment process, not necessarily lead it. Um, I do like the fact that we have a school, existing school policy that says that the town moderator is the appointing authority, but ultimately the school committee should actually trigger that process in one of their meetings um, and say, okay, town moderator, please start the appointment process. Um, And I think the second thing is in terms of the number of member and qualifications, I don't really have a magic number in my head. I do think that, the qualifications should be such that they ma- they mirror the mas- our master plan. So, in addition to what MSBA would require, which we should require, even if MSBA isn't involved, um, in terms of construction expertise, procurement certification. Um, finance committee, um, I do think that we really need to look at the master plan and cover those bullet points in terms of um, historic uh, representation, natural open space, transportation, safety, land use, zoning, sustainability. I think it'd be good to have the community representation um, check off those boxes based on the master plan. In terms of residents uh, versus non-residents or voting, non-voting, I do think that in a couple circumstances, um, if we had a town employee, who was certified in procurement, for example, um, and that person was a town employee and that person- I'm
6: sorry, I'm sorry, Chris, it's (laughs) been a minute and a half. We have to terminate you. We have to go on to the next one.
1: We'll talk later. Although
6: there's nobody else on the list. Do we want to let Chris continue?
0: I- I Yes, if there's no one else looking to speak, I would be in favor of allowing her to continue. Me too. Yes, I agree. Uh, The only
4: suggestion I have is we do want to get to business at 715. So that's four minutes
7: from now. So I literally have 30 seconds. (laughs) So um, I just think that in terms of, again, non-voting, voting, -voting, non-voting, I think that there might be some circumstances where we actually want to have a town employee um, serve on the committee but be a non-voting member. Again, someone who may have their procurement certification or some other necessary um, box to check off. Um, I do think that it is important that um, the committee be mostly made up of residents and that they're mostly um, uh, residents who are voting. That's it.
0: Chris, can I ask a follow-up question since we have time? Sure. Um, so Christine, you mentioned having non-residents that they have particular expertise in a certain area. How about to be specific, the superintendent of schools or the principal of the school in question? They might not be residents, but they obviously would know a lot about the the facility to be built. What is your view on their participating in a non-voting basis? And, and
6: actually, actually, Bob, if I could add to your question, sure, I would extend that to be town administrator, right, and other type people that. We would probably want their expertise and
7: not being town residents
0: agree thank you yes
7: um i based on the spreadsheet that i had um shared with you guys i mean i think that if a committee if a school building committee ends up being relatively small then i think it's really important to make sure that that superintendent or town administrator are non-voting if you end up with a large committee say 20 members, like some of them are out there from the MSBA, that spreadsheet that I that you guys have. I, I believe it's not as much of an issue because that person would not have as much influence as a voting member. Um, I do I actually do like though the existing permanent planning and building committee bylaw as it's written um, that says that uh, a member of the committee should be a non uh, should not be an employee of the town. I do not agree with the fact that that person, I mean, I do agree that they should be non-voting. I do think it's okay to have the person be an employee of the town, as long as they're not voting. Does that make sense?
6: Thank you, yes. Okay. Now there is an additional person who just came on, George Gallagher, 16 Carmen Circle. We have a a minute and a half for him. Okay, can you hear me?
9: Yeah. Great. first as far as resident non-resident uh i I do believe employees should participate the expertise uh when it comes to you know a superintendent a principal even teachers uh within within the school i have no problem presentation my problem would be a non-resident having a vote because it's a capital appropriation of our tax dollars and we're the only ones who should be doing that um relative to the makeup of the committee and who appoints uh I, i i like uh mike marcucci's draft in terms of a thought of you know representation by committees and i think the school committee should be represented and and get appointments as as the select board as the moderator as um as the warrant committee one one group that i think also needs to be added to that list would be the planning committee because this is a significant amount of planning for our town um and those are my primary comments thanks
6: who's the Bob, can I ask a question? Who's the uh, planning committee? Who are you referring to? Who's that?
9: Uh, the, the planning board, uh, uh, what, what Sarah sits on. The permanent planning board. building.
2: Planning,
6: the
9: board. planning board. Sarah opposes committee, planning board. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my, my apologies for, for missing the terminology.
6: No, I wasn't hurt. You know, I just want to clarify yeah. for the record. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. um that's it for now
0: okay great um before we jump in i did miss approving the minutes can we just get that done quickly so that we can work from the substance so the minutes from the last meeting were were posted on the committee site um does anybody have comments on or changes or additions to the minutes no okay I thought they
4: were final uh, motion to approve the march 7th meeting minutes i'll second I'll it second.
0: Okay, now so we need to do a roll call vote, so I'll start. Um, I approve the motion. Tom? I approve. Carolyn. I approve. Sarah? Yes. Cynthia? Yes. And Russ. Yes, so move. The minutes are approved. Okay, thank you. Just
7: a quick um, so housekeeping for- item from me. I do have to leave at seven thirty. Um, can I make Bob, you the host, um, going forward so that you will continue to run the meeting?
0: sure what i don't know what i actually have to do you don't
7: have to do anything you just oh, have to be there kind of so that i can leave
0: <laughs> you got it
7: so, okay thank perfect. you brittany yeah no problem
0: okay so so let's get to it on our agenda um i i think it was sarah that did a really great job last meeting kind of setting out some key questions as our starting point
4: mm-hmm.
0: um so Shall we just take them in order and dive right in? Actually,
4: I think maybe as I thought about it more, reviewing the helpful material that Brittany gathered and what Chris uh, Potts provided, I think tackling them maybe a little bit different order rather than focusing on how many. We do need to decide how many, but I was a little all over the place in my mind about how many, depending on who. So maybe we start with the question of who and see where it leads us on a number. that was my idea was just to start with who do we need to have? Who do we want to have? I think that naturally will lead us into voting versus non-voting. And then we can kind of see where we are with the
0: number. Sarah, quick question. How would you differentiate that from who gets to select?
4: No, that's also an important point. So actually, maybe, maybe the best place to start is who gets to select, because um, that might impact who. <laughs> so who right. selects? who, what expertise they have, and then see where that leads us with a number, and then close out at the end of that kind of part with how long, I think the how long the term is, is sort of a quick discussion. Um, there were only a couple of variations on that, but do you want to start with who, who appoints?
0: I think that makes sense.
6: Well, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of the cart before the horse. I would think that we would want to just pick who do we want on the thing? And then we can go ahead once we, we may not agree on that tonight, but if we did, then we could go to the next question and pick who appoints each of those individuals. Because otherwise you're saying, oh, well, the moderator is going to pick five individuals, but we don't know who yet.
4: They're probably pretty closely tied together because if you decide you want X number of school committee people, then that might make more sense for the school committee to appoint than the moderator. You know, I think one question I had that we can talk about, we don't have to talk about it first or second, doesn't matter, is do we want one entity appointing everyone, which some of the models had, or do we want Mike Marcucci's example and other towns have this where X number of people, to your point, Russ, are appointed by different? I'll just put my opinion out to start. I like the idea of diffuse. Um appointments, not having one person or body controlling all the appointments. I like the idea of having the appointments made by various people. Just felt like a little bit more likely to touch a broader base of people than having just the moderator. Not that Scott hasn't done an excellent job in appointing committees in the past, but I
3: I would agree to that because I think some of the issues that have come up for a long time are political and who's appointing and who has the power, Um, and so if we spread it out let's say the moderator appoints some school committee appoints some. Board of selectmen appoints some then we're sort of getting all the pieces of the Community, with a chance to pick people to have input because it's a school and it's for kids and about education, but as. Uh, Victoria said, "It's you know, it's the community, right? This is a building in the community that will probably be here seventy-five years, and we want broad participation in something that impacts the whole community." Um,
6: that's just my piece. I agree with that concept. I think it's good to share the load on on appointments. Those three were mentioned: moderator, school committee, and board of uh, the select board.
0: One one more to add that that our last speaker mentioned, and I do think makes sense. And I wasn't sure if he was thinking about the permanent building committee or another committee, but I think I think the committee that has sort of a town's master plan as its charge, it might be helpful to have them also appoint at least oh, a I'm- member.
3: I wonder if they should appoint or they could be appointed. Like one of those three groups, it's their job to appoint a member of that group or go to the committee and say, we need someone from your committee, please give us a name. Same way you'd go to the warrant committee and say, we need someone from the warrant committee, You know, give us a name and then the warrant committee looking at who's doing what jobs and who's committed where. They bring forward a person. That's what we
4: do for the planning board. Like a member of the planning board is on the master plan committee overall, and also on the state hospital. (laughs) Teresa keeps getting stuck with doing it all. Um, But generally, we do think about who's most interested, who has the most um, expertise on that issue, and let the planning board select our representative. So uh, what I was thinking is that if you want to have a member of the planning board, a member of the school committee, you let that agency appoint their person. But then the other appointments that are um, not from a direct entity would be the ones that the select board, the moderator, whomever would appoint. And I just want to point out there is no master plan
5: committee anymore. We did our charge and the board of selectmen chose not to do an implementing committee. So um, I w- I would add to the three that we already have is um, suggestions from the planning board.
0: Okay. So that the planning so the thought is the planning board would appoint and it would appoint one of its members. Correct. It cannot appoint some other person.
4: I I think so. Um, Speaking, I mean, I can't speak on behalf of the planning board, but I know, as Cynthia mentioned, the planning board views among our charges to implement the master plan, you know we're doing a comprehensive zoning exercise to uh, update the zoning to implement the master plan. I think the planning board could have an eye toward obviously land use planning, but also sustainability, and all the sort of things that I think it was um, George and Chris who both referenced. So um, I think one member of the committee who is a member of the planning board could serve planning and master planning generally. Right, because the planning board is gonna have more understanding of kind of the
5: entire planning around the community as to what is going on. So I think it, it would be good to have someone from the planning board.
0: Russ and Tom, do you have thoughts on that?
5: I'm just kind of wondering
6: where this thread went so at some point we were thinking that the moderator the school committee and the board of selectmen would select a number of of people for. The uh, building committee. And then there was this thought that the you know the uh, school committee and the planning board would select from themselves a representative. Are we starting to think that, because, and the Board of Selectmen did this last time, they selected somebody uh, to represent uh, the Board of Selectmen uh, type thing. I'm just wondering, uh, of these appointing bodies or self-appointing bodies, are we thinking that there are gonna be some of these appointing bodies that will select several, and there might be a few that only select one from amongst themselves?
0: i i I'll give my two cents on that if I could um I think I see the planning board as a little bit different. I think you know discussion about the moderator and the school committee and uh, the board of select people choosing candidates to me makes sense. We can talk about how many, but I think it would make sense to have one member of the planning board take part because they will have a different perspective, so I would see that as a the planning board selection almost unique to it, and then the other have whatever we decide on who selects. You know, be. I agree,
5: Bob. The only um, thing I would add to that is the planning board um, by nature of what they do has a lot of people come for before them who are architects, engineers and that sort of thing. And it could be that they could recommend people who may be appropriate for some of the positions? That that's the next piece of the conversation we'll have is what expertise do we need? So it may be that they recommend those to the moderator or the board of selectmen.
2: Right. So, so um, Russ, it, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, I no. I you Tom. I, I,
2: I, okay. Um, you know, Russ had talked before about the cart for the horse, and um, so we have at this point. I think I've counted. Six different possible um, categories of, of those who can uh, nominate people for this board um we got we've got to skinny that down that that's 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 way too many Tom, um, you know, can
5: you say the six because I only have four
2: uh moderator select board Yeah, master plan, which has been um
5: yeah, no that's planning one cool. on
2: obsolete um planning, uh, school committee, and uh, I take it back. So that's that's five, right. So the okay. and the master plan so, doesn't well that's that, that's too many, you know, whatever. And if, if we get to a number, whatever the number is, hopefully it's an odd number, by the way, I never think you should have an even number of uh, participants in a uh, committee of this of any magnitude. Um, so. You know, I don't think we want, I I think I'd like to eliminate the moderate. Um, And um, my preference would be for three, uh, three of the remaining four groups. And I would think that the select board would be comprehensive and they're and they would they'd have to enlist and ask people to join this. committee, And I think that they would be widespread, uh, they'd have a widespread approach and um you know it's, it, you know i, I always like to try camera
0: um, so i'll leave it at that uh, can i ask you a question if it would change your thoughts i i think there was a bit of overlap with the planning committee and the building committee they were actually were one so i think we had four moderator school committee um select board and the planning committee i, I think those so would you be opposed if? And and to step back where my brain is going, and and if others feel this the wrong way to go at let's do it. I think where we are now is we're discussing who is going to get to pick the members, and then our next discussion obviously is going to be what are the criteria that they'll be charged with applying and picking those numbers. Um, but but do you, would you would you and it's fine if it does. I'm just asking. Would your objection hold if it was four, and one of them was only appointing one member?
6: And to add to that, Bob, um, the suggestion was they would appoint one member from amongst themselves and also maybe recommend other in, other uh, individuals to the other appointing committees that they suggest have the qualifications and the expertise that would help. So they would still only be appointing appoint- one, but then making recommendations on others.
3: Um-
4: and that recommendation would be likely on the you know architect engineer construction um, side of it, obviously not the school committee school yeah. educational
3: mission side. So just just thinking in terms of making it um, maybe simplifying it, why couldn't we have you had the moderator, the school committee and the board, the select people, why couldn't the moderator the select people why couldn't their charge be to get a planning committee person and maybe a warrant committee person so let's say they all had to appoint three or four i know um, mike says five i'm not sure that number is but just to keep it simple I'm, i'm not i'm trying to figure out what's the difference between the planning committee choosing, or the select people saying to planning committee, "We need one of you. You choose." So I'm just just looking at the structure there in terms of simplicity.
0: So, so to say that right, in case I fall, what you're saying is that the directions you wouldn't have the planning board appoint someone, but rather the board of selectmen within their appointees would be charged with picking one member of the planning board.
3: I don't think they have to pick. I think they call the chair and say, I need a planning member, a planning committee member. You decide, bring that to me. You call the warrant committee and you say, I need a warrant committee person. You Mm -hmm. decide, bring it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's actually technically how the
4: select board works now. So when they need someone from the planning board to serve, the planning board recommends, but the select board ultimately makes the appointment.
3: Exactly. So just I'm just trying to keep it in terms of structures that we have that are fairly simple. So if we gave each of those three groups their job as to who they need to appoint, it may just be general residents. I think uh, we had the suggestion of a senior citizen, which is great. Then maybe uh, one of the moderators appointee would be the senior citizen. And so we can see the whole group and how it's composed and each one of the appointing groups their charges you know certain pieces that we're looking for
0: i like that i think that's
3: a
4: nice way of simplifying it um i guess i took two two questions from tom's comments one is minimizing the number of people who have to appoint. I I don't have a problem with that at all. It makes a lot of sense. And I think Carolyn's suggestion deals with that nicely if we got it down to the school committee, the select board and the moderator. I think the second question is Tom was a follow up for you, whether you generally have an objection to the moderator being a person who appoints. And that is not an elected, well actually, is it elected? I guess yes. it, it is elected. Um, but it's not elected to make appointments. It's elected to he at this point or she at some point is elected to run town meeting. So whether or not people feel like the moderator should have the power to make those appointments, I don't know that I have an opinion personally. I just thought it was something we could talk about. Um, The only advocacy I guess I have for the moderate, someone who is not the select board, is that I wonder if that would be a way to get more uh, just residents ordinary residents through the moderator than through the select board, which seems more political to me. But that's just my kind
6: of gut. As a point of notice, uh, the moderator does have a few uh, responsibilities for appointing uh, people in town. One I remember distinctly because I served uh, and Cynthia served on it uh, was the general bylaw review committee? Um, I don't know, has it been eight or nine years ago?
5: It's 2013. Uh,
6: nine years ago. Uh, and he was the one who made those appointments. Um, and there are a couple other uh, innocuous, I'll say. Uh, there was a uh, library trust fund committee. A group that was set up. So I don't know them all, but he does have a couple that he does appointments. And and for well, the and record,
4: think, oh sorry, Russ, I said just for the record,
6: you. I have no problem in adding this one to him.
4: Yeah, the only distinction I'd make, and I I really don't have an opinion one way or the other, just as a point of for thought. Those are a bylaw committee. I mean, just like us, as a natural extension of town meeting procedure, um, and then a school building project. uh, The decision about whether to incur taxpayer dollars to build a school seems to me like a a different level of decision. But again, I'm not saying the moderator isn't the right person, and that might be a person who would get to a different audience than the select board. Um, But it's just it's an interesting kind of historic. Situation to have the moderator picking board members for more substantive things than procedural
3: though mm. the moderator used to pick the people for the school building committees mm. back a number of decades but mm. but I, I agree, but it I was just thinking that it is, it might, you know, um, unfortunately the process gets very political. So you've got the school committee and of course they're in it and the select people and they're in it. And The moderator is just another person who might have a little broader reach there with some people. And I think the more we can make this committee represent lots of pieces of our community, uh, the more successful it will be.
4: You know, and I think so an example too, Dedham's, um at large members, residents at large, are appointed by the moderator. So there are a couple other towns that use that example of having the moderator be the one that's reaching people who aren't officials. Or yeah,
0: it is, is, oh, you, you, gonna... you you had raised it. Does any are you opposed, sort of in principle, to the moderator, or was it more just the headcount and a way to reduce it?
1: Is that to Tom?
0: That's to Tom. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Um, I think we ask a lot of Scott McDermott in this town and uh, he has quite a few appointments and uh, a lot of preparation time and certainly is exposed to uh, a big part of our population. Um, But in this particular case, I'd like to uh, not dump uh, that uh, responsibility to him actually just came to mind. i'm not i'm not not tethered to it it's just an opinion so you know, whatever i'm not going to (laughs) argue
6: actually just came to mind he appoints the warrant committee
4: and that's a significant substantial role with financial implication yes
0: that's that's an excellent point russ
4: i do think um just to address the warrant committee um specifically i do think that it's worth having a warrant committee member uh on the committee as well. And whether that person is uh, coming out of the moderator's allotment, if we let the moderator have one or the um, select boards allotment, I don't, I'm kind of agnostic. Um, And then I assume that the Warrant Committee, like the planning board would recommend who they want to be their representative. But I do think it's important to have someone from the Warrant Committee on the committee. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. The one thing I was thinking about is
5: the moderator could also reach out to other committees in town. Chris made the point of following the master plan and the different segments, the eight segments of the master plan. And I think that makes sense. And we can go to the different committees and say, are there people who you think would be appropriate for this committee? And that maybe that is the moderator's responsibility as well.
3: That would make sense, I think.
0: Let well,
5: me ask, ask a moderate. question.
0: Just, can mm-hmm. I jump in for a sec just to narrow this a little bit? And if I'm forcing it along, let me know. Does anybody oppose the concept of the select board being one of the appointing bodies?
3: No. Actually, I do. I, no, not to be appointing body. I was thinking another question, which is, I don't think the select people should be on the school building committee, but I think they should appoint
0: right, and maybe when we get to the qualifications, and again, I apologize for being very rigid I'm trying to keep us moving, but so would so if the thought are we in agreement that one of the appointing boards would be, and this isn't a vote by the way yet, but just curious consensus, the one would be the the board of select people,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. okay. And- I How think did we
4: get, yeah, did we get some consensus on the school committee? I think so. We can address the voting, non voting employee issue separately, but yeah. they're obviously the select, the school committee is comprised of residents who have a stake and a, a really well informed opinion on these issues. So.
0: So if, if we were to. You know, it's 7.38 and we have time, but if, if, I mean, if those are two things we agree on, maybe we can not vote on those just yet, but maybe our discussion tonight could focus a little further than on, you know, would there be another appointing body? And if so, is it the moderator? Is it someone else? Um, I'm open if folks see a different way of moving this forward at this point. Would you?
6: I I mean, I thought there was more than one being me that wanted the moderator involved. Uh, but how are you proposing to, you're sort of asking for a consensus now, but then.
0: Yeah, so what What I'm I'm thinking is, I mean, to me, a logical way to go at it is sort of where we started, which is, okay, who is going to appoint this committee? And then we need to figure out what's their charge, right? What's the criterion? We can get into that. But if we're thinking about who would appoint the committee, I think we're an agreement school committee and, and the select board could could people who are posting comments? I I I don't know how to shut those off, and I'm seeing that come up. But this really isn't intended for public commentary, so please don't post any comments while we're meeting. It's sort of like speak, speaking up only in the meeting. Thing
6: I, I would start. suggest Bob is maybe they could post them, but since this is being recorded, no.
0: No, I, I, it's almost like someone speaking up in the middle of a meeting and interrupting somebody I, i'd rather they hold them and, and post them to the public side afterwards. Um a little more, we're going to get bombarded so. Okay. Yeah.
4: Um, um, I think that I think that uh, maybe we continue the conversation about I think I think a threshold question of whether the moderator should or we should have anyone beyond the select board and the school committee is something we wanna continue to parse through, but maybe it helps to think about the expertise we wanna cover and who will find those people, because that might lead us one way or the other about whether the school committee and the select board are enough. So maybe that's a way to kind of keep moving forward, Bob, but circle back on the moderator after that.
0: Yeah, I'm open to it. My only my only thought would be a broader issue is you know diversity of opinion, and as you had pointed out, you know the school committee and the the select board are political bodies, and yeah. it might be nice to have, for lack of a better way to put it, kind of a wild card that can you look at and if there's an underrepresented group to have the ability to add to me.
4: I've been listening to this. As I mentioned, I didn't have an in, I don't have a, a real strong opinion about the moderator before we started. I was just clarifying what people thought from in Tom's comment. But having heard all the points, I think it's I think the moderator should participate as an appointing party to try to get some of the kind of resident at large um, groups represented. That's just my opinion.
5: I agree. I
1: agree. I agree. Huh? As I said,
2: I'm not here to argue. <laughs> okay. You know, at this point, no, it's, it's, it's great. You, know, you, have, you have enough uh, support for the moderator that I'll just extinguish my thoughts.
0: Okay. It so, is before we move on to criteria, there, do people think we need another appointing body, or do we feel that those, uh, these three bodies would cover the field?
5: You know, I think maybe we come back. Everybody think agrees on those three, and maybe we come back to this as we go through who we think should be on it, and we think about it while we're thinking about who should be on it. Who would do that kind of appointment? And if we are missing something, we come back to this. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah.
4: I think, Cynthia, to that point, we've already identified, I think, as a group, a few people, um, a few groups that we want to make sure are represented, so why don't we start tagging them to who would appoint them. So, like, we've all agreed that the planning board should have a member. Do we want to put that on the select board as one of their appointees? And we don't have a number in mind, so it doesn't really matter who they go to, but we might as well start putting them places. Sure, I mean, the the Board of Selectmen is going to be probably
5: closest to the different committees in town, so that makes sense to me.
4: Same with the Warrant Committee? So the Warrant Committee is appointed by the moderator, but do you think the Select Board should have one of its people be the Warrant Committee, or should that come out of the moderator?
5: Well, the moderator would know them better since he's the one who chose them.
3: So why don't we give one to each? If we give the select board a planning committee, you get a planning committee person, the moderator gets a warrant committee person. Just to, I think it's fine either way, but just to slot them out, right?
4: And the school committee is gonna have at least one. We may decide we want more than one, but we wanna have at least one school committee member on, I think we need two for the state requirements anyways. And we've identified that we want to. So we've got one, we've got three people. One moderator warrant committee person, one select board planning board person, and one school committee member appointed by the school committee. And ju-
6: the statement you just made about the uh, MSBA requiring to, I just wanna point out my reading of the MSBA is that nothing is required. All of the positions that are listed there are simply recommended.
4: That's fair. Yeah, that I agree with you.
6: Okay. Because we're going to go forward with looking at those suggestions and just want to make clear that they don't have to be.
4: Yep, I think that's fair. One of the people that the school building authority recommends is the local CEO, which would tend toward, in our case, being a select board member, which I think we just talked about. Not sure people agree with that as being one of the ones that you would like to have participate as a member.
3: My thought about that when I get started, that is that the like people, uh, you know, are elected and, and have a lot of power in town, and a lot of say, all of which that's the right they've earned. And when it comes to town meeting, you know, they can talk for a long time and they can give a minority report or they can say what's for it, whatever. And so I feel like their voice is clearly has an avenue and clearly can be heard. Um, Therefore, on the building committee, I think it would be great to have, you know, as many other voices involved as possible. Um, And they're certainly choosing people and they can discuss it, you know, at their weekly meetings. So it's it's not like they don't have a voice and won't be heard. But it gives us a chance If say they're choosing three people and one is now a planning person or maybe four. then we are just giving more voice to more people to be there
6: thing go ahead sarah
4: i should say i agree with you carolyn and also depending on the composition of the select board at any one time i don't think there's any consensus among them on many issues so which one of them gets picked to do it could totally change the outcome mm-hmm depending on the board's composition at the time. So I do think they have plenty of opportunities to have their opinion be heard without um, putting any one of them on the committee, which then is really that person's personal opinion on the school building issue, because there isn't.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I would be opposed to having one of the select people being on the the committee for that reason. The only
6: thing that came to mind uh, when Carolyn was going through her reasons about the selectmen can go ahead and vote at town meeting. The thing is, as a member of the uh, committee, they would be able to participate during that, as opposed to just having a final result to vote at, at the, um, at the town meeting. But I find everybody else's reasoning to be solid too. why you would want a is there any reason why you would want a selectman uh, to serve like Michael did on the last one is is there any benefit to have them representing the town side of it from an administration type thing? Like
4: like
6: like you might have for the finance person and the maintenance uh, person to be one thing
4: I don't know if this is the right answer to your question, but um, could the town manager acting in an ex officio capacity, to the extent the town manager is not a resident if the town manager is a resident, maybe you let them be a full voting member, but if the town man, or maybe not, we don't have to address that, but um, could would the town manager be adequately informed? And if they participated in a non-voting capacity, that person could serve that same role without the politics of being a select board member?
3: That, yeah, that worked. Also, I remember, uh, I don't know what year, Somewhere between 2000 and 2010, like Ann Thompson would come to the school board meetings. She wasn't on the school, uh, the school building meeting. She wasn't on it, but she would come, you know, like so they would, you know, they would split up where they would go to listen and then come back and discuss what they heard. Um, so she, you know, they were fully informed and knew what was happening, um, but they just weren't on the committee.
0: My concern a little bit about having the the town manager is it puts them in an awfully awkward spot. I mean, they have a job of trying to steer the ship that is the town of Medfield. And this issue, as we've seen, can be hotly political. And I don't know if we want that person drawn into that because no matter what they do, they're gonna anger some percentage of the town, which will then bias the town's view of everything else they do.
4: Do you think them participating in a non-voting advisory capacity would help free them from that? Or do you think just being on the committee at all is problematic?
0: I I think it would help if they were non-voting. And and I'm kind of in the same place as Tom. I mean, I wouldn't fight over it if the group thought that was that was the way to go, but I I my my preference would be not to for that reason.
6: One of the uh, um Benefits that I see of having somebody from the town, administrator or selectman or both, is that they can participate in these meetings on a regular basis and provide some background onto maybe some issues like bonding, uh, things that are coming on, things that are coming off. Uh, there might be certain things that they may be able to uh, uh, provide. On the other hand, maybe the the town accountant or whoever that's called uh, um, director of finance and operations, you know that might be a person. So, you know, I, like I say, I'm wondering if if there's something from the town's perspective oh. that should be part of the committee.
0: So we, I think, lost someone.
3: Yeah, Cynthia, yeah. Do you, she just sent a thing. Ah.
0: Russ, do you have any idea how to add her back?
4: If you're the host, Bob, you should be able to like right-click on her
3: and promote. Yeah, move her to panelists from attendee.
0: Um, I'm like Fred Flintstone when it comes to tech, so
4: I don't know Zoom as well. Um,
0: Um, you know what? I can get. I can text Christine. I'd asked her this if this happened, could we? you, do you guys want to continue the discussion and Cynthia? I'll do um, what I can to get you back
3: on. You know, um, Bob, you see in the bottom of your screen where there's a picture of some people. If you click yep. the arrow, it says participants and it yep. says invite. Click the invite. Yep. And then look for Cynthia's name.
0: All I've got is default email, Gmail. And, you yeah. know, let me do this. We, we, we have okay. limited time. I, I, I have from Christine an ability to get hold of her and get it. So why doesn't sure. the rest of the group continue the discussion and I'll deal with this?
3: Okay.
6: Um, where did we leave it off exactly?
2: Uh, I
4: think we were debating the town man the town manager's participation. Sorry Tom, go ahead.
2: No, um just picking up on what you're saying, Sarah. So yeah, you know, you I think you we're at the, this uh juncture. Uh the town administrator and uh you know, the merits versus the um you know, p- potential conflicts and then um and going back a little earlier, the select, uh, select board, no one knows more probably about the day to day operations in our town than the town administrator. She has you know, ongoing interaction with every department um, and, um, and participates in countless meetings. So, you know, I would say, you know, the closest view to what goes on in this town comes from the town administrator. Of course, there's a conflict, and you know that may end up creating more um, frustration for uh, for Christine. What
6: would you say the conflict would be? Political?
2: Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about what went on the last time this uh, this issue came in front of our, our town constituency you know it was unanimous mm-hmm. in all these these committees. the committee
0: one of the members that kicked
2: off, you? so you know a lot of hard feelings so yeah
3: i but, also wonder just about their commitment true, of times for all the other meetings there on i, not I not you know maybe you could jump on mean I, I think it'd be nice to keep them informed <laughs> up to date as much as possible and have someone to go with questions and certainly somebody from the building committee could call the town administrator and say we have these questions that came up from the meeting, but I I do wonder a little bit of just about you know just being busy and timing and all the different things you're trying to handle as a town administrator because the building committee, as we know, can have a lot of meetings for a number of years.
0: Uh, Cynthia, by the way, Christine is working on it. She'll get you back on shortly. So stay with us.
4: I just sent you um, instructions I found online to to Bob. I don't know if they're as easy as they sound, but um, I just sent I, you in the chat.
0: I know my limitations. Christine will help. <laughs>
4: um, just as a way of the, um, looking at some of the examples, just to, to some of these points. Not many of the samples that um, Brittany collected had the town administrator or town manager as a member, as far as I could tell. The couple that did had them ex- officio uh, members. So um, but it's not doesn't seem like it's kind of standard practice to have the town administrator or the town manager be a full voting member. I think when other people have thought about this issue.
0: So so maybe the balance to bring their expertise but to avoid the, the pitfalls would be would it make sense to have the town manager as a non-voting member of the board?
4: That's right. And I'm particularly meaning. where the town
0: manager is not a resident of the town, as far I don't know that to be fact, but if it's the case, that's but I so
4: think even if the town is a non-resident. Yes, she is a non-resident, but even if the town administrator or manager were a resident, I think that maybe some of the conflict issues that Tom raised would come to play even more, where um, I think I might just personally prefer the town manager to always participate without a vote, to participate in advisory capacity, whether they're a
3: resident or not. I agree. Could it be, um, could it be something where they could go if they it didn't have to go to every meeting could it could it be open ended that. You know they, they or a designee would attend and they could maybe spread it out to. Uh, a few people just to help with the load. The,
4: I think the designee is a great idea because I know there's an assistant town um, administrator. Yeah, isn't
3: there. Yeah, so what if we said that. Um, the town the select board appoints town administrator or a designee to attend, you know, school billing committee meetings.
0: Or or would you just say that the, the town administrator is a non-voting member, but if they're unable to attend, they can, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't want them designating anybody, right? I'd want a little bit of parameter around who they're who they're sending in their absence. Um
2: and for certain in the past, you know, Mike Sullivan would um and Christine, they may send a town accountant to one meeting, or they may send an assistant uh, town administrator to mm-hmm. a different mm-hmm. meeting, as the you know expertise varies and pretty much by issue. So right. anyway, it, that gives you a little bit more flexibility.
3: Yeah, and we I can agree. You know, if we get the people out first and the numbers, then we can talk about who votes and who doesn't. But just sort of flushing out, you know, the, the members we want there.
6: So, so, is there a question on committees for quorums? If you have members who are non-voting, is there attendance required to have a quorum? thank
4: so. you. you think you run the quorum off the core members, not including the non-voting voting off
6: the voting members
3: right. We should check it, but i I, I do believe that's how it works too, but we i'm I'm
6: leaning towards the only reason I thought the selectman or the administrator would have a reason to be there would be for mostly the finances of the town and things and I'm thinking now if, if we decide that the Director of Finance and Operations is going to be a member, would that position cover all those needs that we would have, and therefore we could eliminate those. Two members from the committee that we had last time. If there's no reason for them, a person to be on the committee to add anything to a value, you don't put them on.
4: Um, my, I, I, I don't really know much about the director of finance, um, but. I also don't know that we need to make this super small either, especially if we're talking about non-voting members. So I would be open to the town administrator participating in a non-voting capacity, even on non-financial things. So what if you had the director of finance and the town administrator both non-voting? Food for thought.
0: Yeah, I kind of Russ. Your point is well taken. I kind of like having now that we're talking about a town manager. But if they can send their designee, right? So as needed for different points. And I I remember Mike Sullivan would do that all the time. That's a good point, Tom. So maybe the town manager and they can they can send the budget director if appropriate for a certain meeting or whomever.
3: Right. You look at the agenda and you decide. Oh, they need this person at this meeting, or I want to go, or whatever the thing is. So you, you know, you could. Help, you know, choose a person for that particular evening's agenda.
0: Is anyone opposed to that notion? So it it sounds like. All right. So it sounds like again, this is not a vote, but just in terms of structuring things. So we're in agreement that the town manager would be a non-voting member, subject to our official vote. To town
1: administrator,
0: sorry. administrator. Yep.
3: A town. Yeah. If we listed at that the. BOS selects a town administrator
0: well why why would the board of okay. even select them if we're going to say that if we're going to say that the town administrator is a member non-voting member no one really needs to appoint them right okay
3: so if they doesn't come then it he or she doesn't come it's their job to say i'm not going tonight but director of finance you are going it is that's their job we just want to be clear whose yes. job it is to say that okay
0: that, that that's what i would advocate, but I'm open
3: to people disagree. All right. So I'm taking them off of my list of who the the board of select people choose and putting them down as the others.
4: I agree. Um, And then I'm spending more time thinking about the non-voting because it's easier in some ways. Um, But I think that a lot of the examples and also the state building authority um, recommendation talk about the principal the superintendent and then the principal of the school at issue and i think those make sense as a non-voting member you want to have their feedback and their expertise but um i don't think they should have a vote that's my
0: opinion i i agree with you.
3: I'm sorry, I got distracted from the chat. I minute. who, who um, are we saying? Is and actually, <laughs> hold on, Bob. Um,
4: Sarah Raposa said she's on to help out, but she's not a co-host, so she can't. So yeah. can you make her a co-host?
0: You picked a totally incompetent person to be the host. Well, I'm a co-host. You. You're doing fine. I should 30, be able to. Hey, Bob, we've got
2: 30 minutes. Yep. Let's go. I just feel well, bad. We've got 15 today.
4: minutes, Tom. Can't participate. Russ, do you know how to make Cynthia a panelist?
6: I thought so. Let me so, oh to no, I don't know
0: how nah. to make a panelist. Guys, I i kind of agree with Tom. Let's all right. Let's if one Sarah. of you
4: keep going, but if one of you knows how to make me a host, I can figure it out. But if you can't figure that out, that's fine.
0: All right. So we have 15 minutes before we get on to looking to next week. So um I think we've decided that there are the three boards that would select members. We haven't voted on it yet, but I think we're in consensus there. I think we have some consensus on, you know, a couple of different members. So what should we tackle next in terms of other criteria for members, you know, key people we want on the team?
4: Did anyone want to talk about whether they think the superintendent or the principal should be voting? I just threw out that I thought they should be yeah, non voting.
3: I agree, the superintendent should not be voting. Um, and oftentimes the principal, whatever the building, oftentimes the business manager of a school will come in bigger systems, assistant superintendents come. I mean, there's, depending on what you're talking That a lot of people from the school could come and it could be appropriate for the discussion, but I don't think any of them should be voting members. They are employees.
0: I, I agree, Russ and Sarah. Let's not bother trying to get Cynthia back on at this point. She clearly can hear us. And Cynthia, please share your comments with with the screen pop up that we just did. And she said she's voting for non. Her vote would be non voting for them. And I, so. Um, I, I, you look,
2: yeah, I think that. The... Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bob.
0: I was going to say no. You just looked like you had a comment to share. So I was yeah, asking.
2: yeah. Um, I've got a hard time. With uh, not allowing um, either a superintendent or assistant or an assistant superintendent or a principal, if chosen, not being allowed to vote regardless of their uh, residency status. I just have a hard time. I'm not set in my ways, and I'm certainly not going to finalize my thought process tonight. But just letting everybody know that up front for what for what okay. that counts for. <laughs>
6: I think one of the reasons is there's sort of a conflict of interest there. You know, they're they're voting for a building um, that they're going to. Will they be personally benefiting by this? You know, um, uh, you know, um, as opposed to just simply giving their ideas on what kind of needs. Uh, the town needs, and then the committee goes ahead and decides, well, do they agree with that, or do they want to pay for it or or not? I I, I think that w- would be somebody's uh, rationale,
0: can Again, I,
6: whether I, or not they're a resident or not.
0: Can I jump in and in, in the interest of kind of keeping us focused? I think that might be a separate discussion, voting, non-voting, but do we agree that the yeah. superintendent and the principal of the school should be on of the committee.
3: Yes,
6: I do. I do because they definitely are a resource that you need.
0: Right. For so, what, we, what the
6: school's needs are.
0: So, we've got, so that's good. And we can discuss, you know, voting and non voting in another meeting. But so, we've got a principal, we've got a superintendent. Um, we've talked about having someone from the planning board, someone from the warrant committee. I think one of the things we're
4: missing, um, we've got the school expertise and whether they're voting or non voting, we probably should come back to when Joanna and Cynthia can participate more fully as well. But um, I think the things we're missing are the construction, architecture, engineer, procurement Mm -hmm. side. And I think we definitely want to have that. Um, So I guess one of the questions I've been playing around in my head is do you want the um, select board? To choose those people, do you want the moderator to choose those people? A combination of those two, um, but it seems to me that we should be covering some people with uh, construction, Absolutely. architecture, engineering experience.
0: Absolutely, agree. Yeah, the,
2: the the last committee had some uh, terrific firepower, a lot of competency in those categories. Yeah, very, I mean, very, more, than, very more than
4: one, not just one, multiple people. Well, after,
2: yeah, I, I said people, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: So
6: were those people gets... actually actually also sitting on the permanent building committee? Is that where they drew those people from? Because I'm looking at the list from last year, and I see Walter Kincaid. I see uh, uh um who did I see? Mike Quinlan. Um Tom Erb has some, um, but it seemed uh, Tim Benefati, did they draw all those qualities from the permanent building committee?
2: I don't know, Russ, I, I, I would guess yes, you know, if they weren't.
6: Because I don't see anybody else on these, this committee list that was given to us from outside.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Yeah, I'm not sure either. I know Tim Manfati used to be on about, I don't know if recently, but he was on the permanent building committee before. But um, so if we were, it's a little bit like how many numbers. So what if we said that the moderator appoints two people with expertise in the field, and then the board select people vote two members with board with expertise in that field. That gives us four people so far on the committee that we know or there was particular expertise to building.
6: In addition to that, I do we want somebody from the permanent building committee? Just a thought right now that we might address. Yeah,
4: yeah so I um, was going in a similar direction to Carolyn and I to jump off in a minute for a work meeting, um, but I was thinking two architecture engineer people from the moderator, two from the select board, one of whom, should have procurement experience. I'm not sure whether I think the select board should do the planning board to architecture, engineer, construction, and a procurement. That would be four, or whether the select board should have three. Um, But that's kind of details. And then um, the moderator, I also wanted to add a senior, a representative of the senior citizen community. I agree. Yes. A resident at large. So I had four from the moderator maybe you have four from the select board, a planning board rep, two architecture, engineer, construction, and one procurement. Then how many school committee members do you want? Then the ex-officio people, you can kind of decide. So that's just where my head was.
3: I'm kind of right where you are too, Sarah. I was thinking four, four, and four for a school committee, they should appoint two school committee members. They can't do three because that's the quorum. So they could do two members from the school committee and then two people who are not employees, but might have some educational experience and background because I think it's important to have a voice who understands kids and teaching, um, who isn't an employee and doesn't report to the superintendent. So they have an independent voice Right, and can talk about the kinds of things you have to discuss when you're when you're looking at building a school building. Same way if you're building a, a fire station or the police, you would want some people who actually use the fire equipment to be talking to you about how it really works, right? And helping you with that. I think the only concern I have, Carolyn,
4: is if we did four from the moderator, four from the select board, and four from the school committee, two of whom are school committee members. Is if the superintendent and the principal
3: became voting members, they could almost control the vote by the yeah, and I and I'm saying that with them not being voting members, right? At all because we so might want to revisit that if yeah. so they, the group decided they should be voting. Yes, I would agree if that happened. No, that that would make sense. And quite frankly anyone who works for the superintendent in the public meeting there is going to be a yes for whatever the superintendent wants. It's not (laughs) they're not going to argue the point. Um, So um, I would say that the superintendent um, and the principal should be there, um, but not voting. But maybe the school committee could reach out and try to find some people in the community, somebody who has kids in the system, somebody who had kids in the system, who doesn't now, or will at some point have kids, you know, just try to reach out and find some people and be nice if some people had some understanding of whatever level of education you're building for. Welcome back, Cynthia. Thank you very
0: much.
5: That was weird. <laughs> so, so we're
3: running. We're
0: running. If I can jump into that, we are running short in time. We have four more minutes for substance, and then we're going to turn to framing. You know, what did we decide tonight, and how do we approach the next meeting? So, um, I'm not sure we're going to make any other big decisions in four minutes. But other criteria that we haven't talked about that people want to present that should be included.
5: So, well, looking, I'm, at, something- looking
0: at. Go ahead.
5: I put something in the chat that um, I think we need somebody with energy expertise. That was a huge issue in the last building. Now it could be somebody who is the art and the architect engineer side of things, but that should be part of um, what we have expertise on.
0: What do you mean by that? Can you elaborate just a little bit?
5: Sure, so there was a lot done for energy efficiency in the last um, building. And I think we need to be thinking about that because it will affect the operating cost of the building. And if we look at the, um, the master plan as well, there's a lot of work that's being done in the town as far as
3: reducing the amount of energy that we use. So if I'm counting right, we have one member the, for the board of selectmen because we're doing the town administrator separate. So, cause we have a planning committee met, member, we have um, two expertise in the field. So their fourth one could be that. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, the only procurement was the other select board. I think that's important, too. I think it's reasonable for one of the select board or one of the moderator people that um, architect, engineer, construction people to have uh, energy experience of one of those four. I don't know which one. I don't know if it matters.
6: Okay. And I don't think we're limited to four per appointing body.
3: No. No, we could be more. So that was just, you know.
6: Yeah. I just also wonder if uh, looking at last year's list, uh, director of facilities, maintenance and director of finance and operations, town employees. uh, Do we want quick thoughts on that? Because it sounds like we're going to be moving this all over to next week.
3: Are, Are you talking about those two people from the town point of view or from the school point of view?
6: Uh, well, that would, um, I would see those two p- positions as town related. Okay. For buildings. Yeah.
5: Sure.
6: And, and if we decide to put those two in, I would suggest those would go under the other, which they're not appointed positions. They're just included by us.
3: So that makes us like a town administrator, a town finance person, and a town Buildings person so
6: maintenance and then also the principal.
3: Well, the principal I see is this, yes, another member, but they're a school member, right? I'm just uh, trying to sort I mean, of
6: representing the school side of it, yes. And these it, two people are representing finances,
3: okay, but they're not
0: appointed by the school committee, right? They're not one of their appointees, they are just a member of the board.
6: Because they're defined, you know, they're specific people who we know already, the super and the principal, the finance director and maintenance. So we'll so, just put them in the other for now, we can always change them later.
0: I, I think at this point, we should, we should stop and recap what we've accomplished and what we wanna do next week. Before we do that, do any of the members of this board have something that's just been jumping to the front of their mind that they haven't been able to share? under time constraints.
2: Construction costs and lead times are going up.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: It is frightening right now.
6: Yeah, this is unprecedented times and hopefully they'll go away.
0: So how does that play into in the last two come? years?
2: Did you, you look at the, you started with, you know, who gets to select who gets to go on this committee? And, and we've kind of morphed into a little bit more of the the criteria of the background or the experience. And, um, you know, it's a, it's it's just something I don't think that we can ever overlook and now whether or not that plays into tonight's meeting, I don't know Bob. uh, but from a practical business standpoint,
0: right. This is a major deal right now. I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, so, who was keeping Cynthia? Were you keeping the minutes?
5: I was trying, but at the time I was kicked off, I've missed about a five minute segment there. So,
0: okay, if, so if we if,
5: could go, I wonder if we could go back through what we've just agreed to as to the n- people who we want on here
0: for everybody. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Maybe the next logical step is let's try, and, and this will be in the minutes that's published for the town. Let's try and have clear what we've agreed on. Again, we haven't voted on anything yet, but we've agreed. We gotta start narrowing issues. And until we start doing that, we're not gonna. So I think we've agreed that the appointing bodies would be the moderator, the school committee and the select board and and not talking about numbers of criteria, but just those are the appointing bodies. Yes. Um, And then I think we also said, tell me if you agree that that the planning board would appoint one, so we're sure that their perspective is heard. And again, whether it's voting or non-voting.
6: Uh, I thought we said that the planning board would suggest somebody to the board of selectmen. That's the way I heard. Okay. So actually, the board of selectmen will appoint somebody from the and the Plan. planning board will communicate.
0: So that gets more to the criteria that we charge each each appointing body with okay but it would not so the, the appointing bodies are three and that's it yeah right okay.
3: and we have some of the members from those three we've said the school committee should pick two school committee members so far mm-hmm. and we've got the moderator should pick a warrant committee member and a senior citizen and two the expertise in the building however you want to write that out building construction field Right. Then the board of selectmen, they're going to appoint a planning committee member, ask the planning committee to give them a member. And they're also going to have two expertise, two people with expertise in the building, uh, construction, and uh energy, knowledge of energy issues.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So the, I think that's as far as we got for the three boards and who they might appoint at the moment and then the rest of our discussion has been other people we want there but they're not appointed and that we listed the superintendent a principal a town administrator yes and town finance person right
0: or did the town finance person come under the town administrator would they i mean i don't really have a view on it but would it be both or would it be the town administrator could send the finance person as needed
3: I thought it'd be easier if they sent them as needed, but then I forget who's put them in as separate, but I'm fine with the town administrator saying, I'll go this week, we need the finance person this week, or you need, I don't know, somebody with a history of buildings, or, you know, I, I'm fine with them choosing according to the agenda um, as the extra, but is everybody else fine with that? Or did you, did you want the town administrator and the finance, town finance person both there at the meeting?
0: My view would be that it would just be the town administrator and they could send the finance manager as appropriate, but I'm not opposed to having them both.
6: Could we invite to the next meeting Christine, the town administrator, and ask her what she thinks on this, if she thinks it's overkill to have both positions or just her and use it as a designee, I mean, I think I'm in a vacuum here as to the pluses and minuses of having one or two.
0: My my only concern with that Russ is that we don't have a whole lot of time and that, that is a sort of a narrow point. And is it worth-
3: What, what if one to, of us asked, I'd be happy to ask her that and bring the information or post it on our website or whatever before the next meeting.
0: As long as we don't violate the open meeting laws in any way in, in having that kind of off channel discussion, I don't know where the line is, but. Um,
3: well, I'll just be seeking information, not making any decisions, and I'll just share with you report pro, back her pros and cons. And then you then you will all discuss. We'll all discuss and make decisions. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying I'm a little worried about time here because in terms of writing a bylaw and like you know, giving it to Mark Sorrell to look at and you know.
0: Yeah, that, and I think one thing we all agreed at the outset is look, our our job really is to do this right and have the right committee. And we're presented with a very short timeline and I think we should do our best efforts to comply with that timeline but I don't think we should feel limited to it so if we can't if we have to go past the timeline we go past the timeline um in my view
6: I would be willing to have somebody somehow get the question to Christine and then have her send something in writing uh that gets posted to the general website and, and we have access to I don't know who the proper person is to ask Send that so maybe Bob, you need to ask the question of
0: yeah, or or maybe Carolyn, you kindly offered maybe that's the way to do it. Could you email the, the email the question to her yes. and then her your question and her response will be posted it's on our public posted. site for everyone to see?
5: Right. So could you go over the question you're gonna ask her?
3: I'm going I'm going to um ask her what she thinks the pros and cons are of having a town administrator mm-hmm. uh, on the school building committee mm-hmm. and that administrator may or may not um, uh, send a designee, mm-hmm. such okay. as a finance director. Yep.
6: Well, I think, I think my question was ask her if she thinks both would be appropriate to serve.
3: Okay, so both... And or sending a designee. All
0: right. Okay. And, and if I can, and again, I got my eye on the clock. We're down to six minutes. If I could suggest that when the minutes go out, maybe you know the the things that we've agreed to. Yep. Um, I would be in favor of have those in the minutes. Everybody watching in the public, please post your comments. Anything that you think we're not considering as we look at this, please put them in the comments section. We will look at them. But I think if possible, we should try and vote on the things we can agree on next week and get some framework in place. And obviously, then we need to turn to, you know, the the finer details. But if we're in agreement in terms of who's appointing and who are the extra members, why not just get that locked in and, and move this thing forward? And if we can't, we don't. But I think that would be a good goal for next meeting.
3: Do you want to do like we did for this meeting? Should we list out some questions that we're all Thinking about to sort of prep us for the next one. Um, yes,
0: and so my my brain at this point is isn't coming up and So I'm open if, if anybody else wants to.
3: Well, well I do think you know we we've, we've touched upon a little bit. We need to talk about who votes and who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. any thoughts people can you know think about that um i think we need to think about how many people in total and that would mean the committee and also then how many extra people who don't vote right so your voting committee whatever that is for a number and then the other people would be in the room so then you'll see the total committee mm-hmm. numbers um we uh have had the question posed to us about who starts this process who starts to ask to have a building committee put together whose job is that we we haven't talked about it at all but i think the bylaws should be clear as to how you start this whole process
0: and one thing to look at in that i believe the existing bylaw which we're tweaking here addresses that process i could be wrong but so yeah whether or not the existing process should stand or be modified
3: right and this is another biggie, but are we like taking the town bylaw and then putting a section underneath it about schools in particular, or are we taking the current bylaw and then we are adding in information just pertaining to schools in terms well, of-
6: You're it. talking, I think you're referencing the permanent building committee bylaw.
3: Yes. Yes.
6: And the question is, do we want to have it part of that or a separate standing one? Yes. I don't know if there's much discussion on that. Personally, I think it should be separate standing because it's so different
3: yep. um,
6: okay. and easier than trying to tweak another one.
3: Maybe, um, so
0: can we add that as a discussion point for next yes, week? Yes,
3: I think that's a discussion
5: point. Right. And, and then um, number the term limits for people? Yes. Yes.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, and frankly,
0: that's probably enough. I mean, I think if we bite off for next week, Recapping what we talked about this week, what can we vote to approve so we've got something, and then turning to these topics, um do we want to invite public commentary in any of this, or my my vote would be to kind of limit it to the written word um but but I'm open if people feel that it's a useful use of our time to have folks address us directly.
3: Well, I think we should continue to let people write the emails like they did, right? We all got to read those. That was very helpful to read them ahead,
0: yeah,
6: yeah.
3: um the 15
0: that, that would give us
6: more time for discussion frankly too so yeah yeah i'm i'm all for just written uh, in the future
0: anybody opposed to that okay
5: well the only concern i have there is like we had tonight we asked some clarifying questions so it was helpful to have people speak
0: yeah I- I agree. I guess my, my view would be, I, I think people can articulate them in writing and we can read them. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just worried about the time constraints. Yeah. Um,
3: Is it appropriate? I'm just thinking out loud here. If someone writes a comment, I, I read it on Thursday, but I have a question. Can I post the question on the site where they, where they wrote?
0: I, I, and again, I'm open to debate. I would avoid that because I don't think you want to open the door to a dialogue. I mean, let let look people if they have opinions on these things, they can articulate their position. Okay. Um, if they raise an issue that we feel needs to be explored further, we can do that. But my thought. We'll talk be about not. it, and then
3: if we need clarifying, we can do it. For yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah.
2: So uh, maybe, maybe at some point we have a live meeting.
3: Yes. Right. Right. I think we need to yeah, we did
6: discuss having a, a in addition to these three meetings, maybe before the third meeting, we have a special meeting for public to to talk about. Before we get to the minutes though, and then have to maybe question them later in the next meeting, I don't not really clear on Board of selectmen is going to pick two experts, and uh, the moderator is going to pick two experts. Did we clarify which two? uh expertise each one no. is going to do we didn't All get right. there
0: yeah okay okay um
8: oh and did, I did agree. sarah I think
6: that did true. sarah want to say anything i see she joined
8: hi russ i'm just here just in
3: case you have any technical difficulties um oh. so okay okay thanks sarah thank you so sarah we,
0: We are bumping up against our time, so I think so. The next steps will be the minutes will be posted. Those will be our roadmap for our discussion next week. Um, And with that, do we have a motion to adjourn?
5: Can I just ask one question about the the minutes? I intend to do bullet point type of minutes. Minutes, is that okay with everybody?
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So, do we have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Second. Okay. Roll call vote. I'm in favor. Carolyn? I'm in favor. Russ? Yes. Cynthia? Yes. Mr. Marie? My motion, yes.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right,
0: see everyone next week.
1: Thank you. Thanks, everybody.